From the travel section of the New York Times. Goodbye, golf clubs. Hello, hiking boots and kayaks. By Abby Ellen. They call him elusive, at least on the hiking trails. And that's pretty much where Dave Roberts spends his time these days, crisscrossing the country by foot, by bike, even by kayak. Roberts, a retired teacher and software engineer, is on a mission to navigate the United States, powered only by his two legs and two arms. Hotels and lodges are out of the question. He camps out at night and lugs 25 pounds of equipment, including his tent, sleeping bag, and food, on his back. And, oh yes, did we mention he is 72 years old? I expect to keep doing it until I get tired of it, said Roberts, who is currently on a 3,000-mile ramble across Texas, weaving through at least 40 national parks and averaging about 23 miles a day. Some people retire to golf courses, others travel, and then there are those who enjoy physical challenges, traversing hiking trails, rivers, and mountains, Huck Finn meets Grizzly Adams, 25% of the guests who travel with Mountain Travel Sobek, for example, are between 55 and 64, and 21% are over 65, with the oldest being 88, according to Kevin Callahan, the adventure firm's president. Not all of them engage in strenuous activity, but even the least demanding trips typically involve a fair amount of walking or modest hiking. About 20% of REI's adventures business comes from customers over 60. Most of Nomadic Expedition's clients are between 60 and 65, and about 65% are female. 27% of Backroads walking and hiking guests come from this age group. Christina Shrewsbury, 68, a musician in East Amherst, New York, and her husband Ron, a retired analytical chemist, have taken six trips with POMG Bike Tours, a cycling outfit in Richmond, Vermont. We've biked up to a hundred miles a day, Shrewsbury said. It's very important to have goals and a plan. Now is the time to do it. Besides the joy of being outdoors and letting the wind blow them where it will, The appeal of these endeavors varies. For Dale Sanders, 80, who calls himself the gray-beard adventurer, it's about breaking records. Last year, he became the oldest person to solo paddle the Mississippi River while raising about $23,000 for the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. For Bernice Enda, 61, a former ballet teacher who goes by the moniker Lady Longrider and says she has logged almost 30,000 miles across the United States on horseback, it's about a return to a childhood passion. For Janine Bray, 60, who spent 45 days trekking the Camino de Santiago, which follows an old pilgrimage route for 500 miles across northern Spain, It was about doing something for herself after her three children left home. I needed to prove to myself that I could do something alone, said Bray, an artist in Prescott, Arizona. My kids thought for sure I'd kill myself. She felt safe, she said, although a woman was murdered on the road in the spring, and there have been reports of sexual assaults over the last few years. You just use common sense, she said. Sonny Eberhardt, 77, a retired eye doctor who goes by Nimble Will Nomad, lives mostly out of his pickup truck because 
Well, why not? Put me in the great outdoors, preferably the mountains, and you've got a happy camper, said Eberhardt. He uses his niece's home in Missouri as a mailing address and occasionally swings by to pick up his mail. Most of these adventurers do it on the cheap, living off Social Security and incurring minimal expenses. Bray spent about $3,000 with airfare on the trip to Spain. Robert's biggest costs have been replacing equipment that was lost, stolen, or ruined along the way. Robert's has always been adventurous. He was a Peace Corps volunteer in Liberia in the 1970s. But then life took over. He married, raised a daughter, and divorced in the 1980s. In the early 90s, he said he dreamed that St. Peter confronted him at the pearly gates. Why didn't you take advantage of what they had to offer down there, he remembers being asked.